2024 CrossFit Games season has begun. We are so excited to be back at it. My name is Vicky McLeod and this is the Europe is Coming podcast. Today, talking to head coach of the programme, John Singleton, about his immediate reaction to 24.1 and his tips. Okay, so welcome, John. It is very exciting that we have just had 24.1, the announcement. I am, um, I'm all buzzy. It's really it's like Christmas, uh, CrossFit Christmas Eve, isn't it? So what is your first thoughts, please? I agree with you. I think it's exciting to be back. As you said, it's the kind of the gathering of the CrossFit season. So we're in 2024 now. It was nice to see Dave back. It's nice to see like a classic accessible workout. I, you know, I think this will help boost open registrations, and it's something that everyone can do. You know, you grab a dumbbell, in your garage gym at home or wherever you want to do it, throw down for however long it's going to take you. So it's, um, yeah, I think it's a really nice start to the open. The announcement was kind of confusing at the beginning. It was like twenty one fifteen nine. Okay, okay, oh. Okay, and then it started mushrooming, as it were, and that's where the mushroom tip comes from. Uh, hint comes from one uh, Dave Castro's Instagram. I was starting to watch the athletes who were all furrowed brows as they were trying to understand it was 21 on each arm and then 21 burpees in between. So it was it pays to listen to these briefings. It was uh, it was maybe a confusing way of uh, announcing the workout, but it was it was classic uh, CrossFit. Castro style and and you know I think it's it's a nice way of doing it building up a bit of anticipation the classic kind of Castro way not knowing what's going to come next so I think it was like fun to have back and a, a good way of doing it so all in all I thought it was just exciting to be back in the season and, and seemingly a good choice of workout to start things off. So what were you going to tell people about um, approaching the workout? What would be straight off the off the hip, as it were, tips from the hip? Yeah, so I think a big thing is is really in this workout the the dumbbell snatch because especially it's only um, single arm is fairly like dictating. It's very hard to pick up the pace on that, so your pace is going to be dictated by your natural rhythm of that movement. But if you do need to break, then you can kind of break early, short set, short rest. But realistically, the burpee is like the accelerator in this workout. If you want to go quick, you need to move the burpees quick. If you want to go slow, you've got to take your foot off the burpees and go a bit slower. And that will be um, dictated from the start. You can do the burpee by staying low quick off the floor. You can do the burpee by slightly slower step up, slightly higher body position, and then the jump over. So I wouldn't advise resting in the burpee as such. It's more pick a rhythm that you can stick to and just stay in that rhythm. You know, 21 can seem like quite a lot of reps, especially when you're going through them. But just count them down, stay stay in your rhythm, stay in your flow, and try to stay disciplined through that. I know. Once you're in the 15s, you know, that's, I think, where the workout's going to start burning. you just got to hold a bit of discipline. I noticed um, Jeffrey Adler was um, very close to the ground when he was doing his burpees, and but he was stepping up and on each one. It looked like an efficient way of uh, getting through so many reps. Yeah, like uh, there's very few athletes who maintain like the 90 burpees with a jump. 
Um, maybe we see it. Maybe we do see some times quicker um, than what we've seen. You know, maybe people can go sub six, which is is very quick for ninety repetitions. Um, but yeah, so I think the step ups the for ninety nine percent of people, the step ups the way to go. I mean, we you guys, um, I know that we're in, in uh, currently producing a pacing guide for um, anybody who wants mm. to really get strategic with this workout. But from my perspective, what I was hearing at the end of it was um, Alex Raptus was saying, "Don't be frightened of it, just go." <sighs> That is that's what you'd expect from an elite athlete. That's true. <laughs> so uh, I think to all the I think to all the elite athletes, that's you know realistically for them, it's a test of can I hold my foot on that accelerator for six minutes. That's realistically because you know losing a few seconds, split seconds each round is for them is is lots. So the discipline for the elite athletes is holding the foot on the accelerator and going. The you know the workout for the majority of us is seeing if we can stay disciplined at our own pace. What about the warm up? How do you advise people to to prepare? Yeah, so uh, for anyone listening, we have like a great resource in our blog. So they can go to the blog and we have like full detail, strategy, warm up, all of those things in detail. In essence, there's a few components. One is just a general mobility, making sure the shoulders, low back are prepped. It's a lot of dumbbell snatches for most people. So that flexion rotations, classic one of making the back a bit sore. And then we go into the specific warm up, which for this, you know, we don't need to overcomplicate this open workout. You know, we see it in classes all the time, so people shouldn't stress out too much um, with it. You know, we've done these movements, we know these movements, classic rep scheme, so we don't need to overcomplicate things too much. Um, I think you know, for for large majority of us, like it's a good chance to explore our uh, inner demons in the. Uh, <laughs> In, in the working out of this. Oh, what, how, how long do you think it will take you to complete this workout, John? So it's like 100 and, 180 reps. Mm. Okay, I have to, have to, you're going to have to bear with me, listeners, as I uh, do some calculations. Um, like countdown music. I think I'd be happy with sub 10. Oh. That's um, that's um, that's ambitious you know, for a tall which, man. If I, yeah, if I can hold like an average twenty reps a minute, um, I'd be I'd be happy with that. I mean, there must be a height advantage because like, you were spending a lot of time on the ground. So somebody shorter yeah, than you is going to be quicker. I mean, you you can see Brent. Brent never had a chance in this workout. I mean, it's like this. You kind of pick Colton as a as a worldwide winner mm, for a workout like that's this. That's true. Just, you know, it, it's just hard to avoid this in CrossFit. The range of motion is going to be such a big difference. Like everyone went and broke, and you could argue the dumbbell moved at the same speed between all four of the athletes. But for Kowski, he's just never going to, you know, he's never going to take it. Just you know, he's not even that tall. Like when you when you meet for because he looks so tall compared to everyone else, but he's not actually that. You know, 
in a in a general population, not super tall, but in CrossFit populations, right? It's like Gandalf and the Hobbits. Yeah. So, um, tell me as well, uh, common no reps. I'm thinking, um, obviously the the one that people do a lot is they put the hand on the leg when they're doing a dumbbell snatch. Yeah, that's a good point. Hand on the leg, also one head of the dumbbell touching the floor. We we need to look a bit more. So this is one of the hard things sometimes across is the rules change a little bit every year. So we need to examine the rule book a bit more from just seeing a brief overview. Um, they said you can, uh, you don't have to have two foot takeoff, but you have to jump over the dumbbell. So I think that's one point of. So the, the jumping and stepping on the burpees, when you start looking at more detail, always gets a bit confusing. But I like this rule that at some point, two feet have to be in the air. Mm. I think that's like, it's easy, the easiest rule of a burpee uh, to have because it's pretty, it's relatively clear to see compared to, to other methods they have. So I, I think those two points, but there's, you know, the burpee chest to the floor could be another big one where people don't necessarily go all the way down. They just leave their low back in extension and the chest doesn't touch. So that's one thing that can, can sometimes happen. And in this part of the of the pod, any final encouraging words for any timid listener who's thinking, maybe I'm not going to do that? I, I think this is a great opportunity to jump into the open. It's, you know, the maximum this is going to be is 15 minutes. It gives us an opportunity to explore our fitness, give ourselves a little bit of a, a fitness check-in and just see where you are. You don't have to choose the RX weight dumbbell and the, and the workout stays pretty much the same. Just grab a lighter dumbbell um, and it can be a nice reference point year on year. And that's how I look at the Open now is like, you know, a bit of a reference point for just my overall fitness to see, you know, I, you know, I know that I'm not going to be necessarily fitter than I was. However, it's just nice to check in that I'm still able to do, do things. Okay. Thank you. So the other thing that I want to talk to you about is the secret that you have been keeping from me. Are you, are you mm. allowed to speak about it now? Yeah, so it's not officially been announced Ooh. still. Ooh. But Sunday, Sunday. So we're Friday, no, Thursday night. So we have a couple of days. But yeah, there is um there is an announcement coming on Sunday which is uh which is exciting. Okay, so everyone should go where? YouTube? I think you'll get released on Instagram. Okay. So keep an eye on the program's Instagram on Sunday. Um, and what else has come? Well, what did you think about the um, the new um, way that they've organised the Open this year? This the, this golden barbell thing, and they were also doing workouts together yesterday, and one before the announcement this evening. What do you think about that? Um, you know, but maybe a little confusing, not not necessarily needed. I think the Open announcement in itself was good enough. Like. I think giving the barbell to the person who wins the open announcements uh, a sensible idea. So I don't think it needed the – I don't necessarily think that other things kind of added value necessarily to the to the production. I think, you know, from the moment Castro stepped in, announcing the workout, the workout, the barbell, all of that stuff was great. 
And I think, you know, I think for a lot of people watching the live announcement, it was just a little bit confusing as to what's going on. A little strange. Mm. So, and also all the athletes had obviously decided to go do a one rep every 10 seconds, which didn't help the watchability yeah. of, uh, of that. <laughs> so, you know, yeah. I don't think it was, uh, I don't think it was needed. Basically there was, there was more than enough in the open announcement. Um, yeah. I guess they have to try these things. It's good to experiment and try out new ideas as well. So when you do, yeah, I think so. You know, we can see the thought process. When are you going to do the? When are you going to do the workout? Is it tomorrow or Saturday? Yes, yeah, so I'm going to do it just to get it done tomorrow morning. Um, but this is like uh, you know, it's a relatively nice workout. Um, so I'll just I'll do this tomorrow morning. Take it off. Maybe I'll get Manu if he's listening. Manu, if you're listening, we've got a workout to do tomorrow morning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, uh, but but yeah, we I've I've got to be up slightly early. But um, and as you know, it's the it can go a little late into the night. But the one thing I would say is that I'm very thankful that this open doesn't happen at two a.m. for us anymore because that wait that was like five weeks in a row of two a.m. wake ups. That was really tough. Yeah, I agree. Oh. I have actually got one more thing to ask you about because I noticed that Wad Science posted very interesting um, post on Instagram yesterday or today about strategy and how to imp- possibly have two goes, two tries at the workouts um, by doing one on Friday and then another one again on Sat, and then redoing it on the Saturday on the Sunday, and then we're talking about um, the recovery and the and the movement in between. I wondered. Um, if you had anything to add to that. So with the open, the, op- the relevance of the open changing in the sense of qualifying for another competition, I don't think the redoing is as important. A lot of athletes, I, I think that the redoing of workouts would become more relevant in quarterfinals than in, than in the open. So really, the only reason to redo this is if you've got someone you don't like that you want to beat, <laughs> <laughs> and that's your uh, that that's kind of your 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 basing just for pure ego would be the real reason that you could uh, redo this do this workout. Like the majority of people, you know, making it to quarterfinals, I understand that. And so, if you think you're going to be fringe, um, it, it may be an opportunity. And small, small, very small improvements in your workout will lead to big jumps in the leaderboard because what will happen is as you get into that kind of fitness level, this middle of the bell curve, there's lots of people who have the same similar fitness level. So one rep becomes very significant. Mm. Whereas at the top of the bell curve with the elite athletes, those reps or seconds aren't as relevant in terms of placing so like one second in the middle of the leaderboard is very significant relative to the top end of the leaderboard so that's where little improvements can make a big difference if you do want to make that 25 percent go through okay well thanks very much john i'll see you soon and um good luck 
Thank you, John. Same time next week. Thanks for listening, guys, and bye-bye.